1: my mind's playing tricks on me why won't it let me be look inside and try to find but nothing seems to give me sweet relief why won't it let me be look inside and try to find but every time it seems i lose my mind my mind oh i, I-, 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 I- it's self helpless with kelsey cook
0: delaney fisher and taylor tomlinson yay yeah yeah thanks good stuff (laughs) all right we have a quote right oh my gosh so uh mr cam mulford sent me this quote people who are just tuning in that is my boyfriend um yeah i think he texted it to me while we were on the couch sitting next to each other (laughs) let me pull it up and he's like yeah this just reminds me of you and what you what you've done with your business and self helpless and all that i'm like okay that's freaking sweet that's nice um, so here it is a dream written down with a date becomes a goal a goal broken down into steps becomes a plan a plan backed by action becomes reality I and uh, this is from journey strength that must be an instagram account that he stumbled upon <laughs> or so yeah, i like, love yeah, that sweet yeah i love Thank that too you. yeah it's good and it's true yeah like, it's true everything that um all, this, all the accomplishments i guess uh, in the last couple of years i started off with just like a list for mm-hmm. me yeah. you know, a list and an idea of like a time frame and just uh, r- just random ideas on f- you know phone notes or napkins or whatever so yeah. it really is true writing things down helps you kind of see it and
2: and make it come to fruition right? yeah totally i love a quote that just simplifies accomplishing things. Yeah, you're like, "Oh, it's not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just action yeah. behind intention." Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah
0: uh what do you guys give us any uh, stuff you want to discuss
2: any updates any segments i have a i have a defuck moment uh so i started seeing a psychiatrist in addition to my therapist because things are going great <laughs> and uh she she prescribed me something for the nightmares uh like a month ago maybe a few weeks ago and it was originally intended to be a blood pressure medication and they started testing this is what she told me they started testing it on uh veterans so people with, like ptsd and like who are having nightmares and they found that it helped them oh wow. sleep better and like they didn't have as many nightmares wow so she prescribed it for that and said to me you know we want to start you off on the lowest dose because if we go too high too fast you know you your blood pressure could bottom out and you could faint she goes i've never had a patient faint before and i said well okay if you
0: like it's crazy <laughs> challenge exception it's, <accepted>. <laughs> it's crazy how
2: it's crazy how like if somebody just tells me well i've never seen it i'm like well i guess it doesn't exist then. exactly right. right well yeah you have to you have to yeah. hold on to that yeah <laughs> well and we were it was so gradual like for a week i took one a night and then for the next week i took two and uh, at the end of the two two or three weeks i was like this isn't doing anything and she goes well let's just make sure it doesn't work and so she goes why don't you take three tonight which is the maximum you can take and uh yeah and it was also the first day i started prozac so i don't know if that was part of it but um went to bed kind of late uh i took the prozac kind of late in the day which i wasn't supposed to do but that's when the prescription was ready and so kyle fell asleep like at like 2 a.m and then i was just kind of laying there with my heart pounding and i was like i was like this is just anxiety cuz i'm nervous about the new medication so i was trying to like calm down for yeah. you know an hour and a half 2 hours and then at about 4 a.m. Um, my heart was like it felt like a regular it beating it was like it was like there was an extra heartbeat in between my normal no. heartbeats oh my yeah so like twice as fast and i was just like okay something's weird i don't know what's happening and i'm trying not to freak out so i like got up and i started getting dressed because i'm like i'm gonna go downstairs and just like watch tv or do something yeah and um i got up and got like real dizzy and oh, like so- got worse and i couldn't breathe very well and so i woke kyle up and was like hey i don't know what's going on but my heart's beating really weird and i i can't like get a full breath in like yeah and he was like do you want to go to do you want to go to the emergency room do you want to go to urgent care right now and i was like yeah i think maybe and so he gets up he starts getting dressed and then i just passed out oh my (laughs) my god yeah and so like were you standing or sitting like no i was sitting on the bed thankfully which like thank god i woke him up instead of going downstairs because if i had fainted going downstairs like (laughs) that would have been bad oh my god um so and i've never fainted before so to me i was just like oh i'm dying i waited too long i should have like woken him up earlier and now i'm gonna die because that's how it felt like have either of you guys fainted have yeah I it? yeah it's horrible yeah it's weird oh my and gosh you, it's like,
0: weird it's like a weird sensation that rushes to your yeah. face right yeah, yeah. It's really I did not
2: anticipate it being like that. I thought you were just kind of like, like, I just thought it was like, you know, falling asleep and seen. Yeah. And instead it was like I so I was sitting up and then I kind of came to and I was laying down and I could hear Kyle talking to me. But it was like I was underwater and like my body was numb. Uh, which was weird and oh, like today. i was all sweaty and i was just like okay what's going on and then uh Jeez. for another like two hours just kind of like laid on my back and like because w- but after that my heart felt better so i was like well, okay well it's like throwing up uh, <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> uh but you know just is yeah it's very strange so then obviously the next day i texted my psychiatrist like hey can i stop taking this she's like well you gotta wean off of it so i had to take it for another couple nights oh, a geez, lower Jesus. dose but it was like wow yeah i was supposed to go um see my family in northern california with my sisters and i just had to like not go because Uh, i i just have to i just had to get get off of it um but the prozac seems to be going okay right now i mean we'll see i'm on a low dose so who knows what will happen once i up it but it's like the med stuff is so so hard and yeah it's so tough because everything has side effects and then you got to take something else for the side effects and like It's just like this, like whack-a-mole thing, yeah. mm-hmm. of like trying to figure out what works for you. And I know enough people who have gone through it who say like oh it's such a game changer when you find something that works that yeah. you want to keep pushing mm. but man trial and error dude. oh god i hate it yeah. yeah so much of life is trial and error but it's exhausting even like comedy i'm like why do i have to keep sucking this long like, <laughs> oh, how, why was this the only way to get better is to like have jokes bomb to get new ones like right. it's the same thing uh with antidepressants and it's been frustrating because i've been home for like a week and i want to go do spots but i also you have to plan those things a f- yeah a week in advance and i don't know how i'm gonna feel yeah in a week and i'm trying yeah, to go just to bed focus earlier.
0: on taking care of you and trying to like stabilize a little bit because yeah. like you know it's like kelsey with the birth control stuff yeah. like all the trial and error and how fucked up it was and now she's yeah. feeling great yeah um because she found something that works with her body it's just going to be that you know with meds or what you know balance of that yeah yeah it yeah,
2: sucks going that Walker shit it.
3: is so tough. We talked about it a lot with uh, Sophia Alexandra on their most recent episode. Yeah. Where- jesus i mean getting cancer and then like going through chemo and all the treatments where it's like okay well this will do one thing to help this but then it makes that worse and it's yeah. just seems never-ending yeah so now she's
0: still on like 14 different yeah it's oh just you know yeah like oh man I, that's how i feel a lot of the trial and error with my like career choices mm-hmm. i feel like i've tried so much stuff yeah and then hated so much stuff yeah which led me to the next thing that i either loved or hated for a little bit you know and it's just finally i feel like i'm in the right direction and that took um six years yeah. you know so yeah. it's, it's like it does not happen overnight but now mm-hmm. after all that i'm like oh man i'm really i'm finally like seeing the light it yeah, took a yeah. really long time and i felt so lost and like upset for so long that it's like kind of weird it's yeah. kind of weird like feeling good yeah, <laughs> yeah. when it makes you, you know?
2: appreciate it I mean, yeah it's I mean, like yeah, with dating my... like when you finally find the person you're like oh my gosh i I'm so glad I'm done with that other yeah. stuff, but also so grateful that it brought me to this point where I was ready for this. Yeah. yeah that yeah. time in the trenches. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gotta do it. Yeah. Oh, it's some trench time yeah
3: i am i actually have a recommendation based on one of our episodes recently we had the amazing kathy heller on who um is the host of the podcast called don't keep your day job which delaney had been raving about forever and i don't know i think maybe our listeners too sometimes you get like a little reluctant to try new podcasts because you just like you know what you know and you've got your little your little group that you listen to and and there's so
2: many it's like overwhelming exactly it's hard to remember because i wanted to listen to it too and i just kept forgetting yeah yeah and
3: she was such a phenomenal guest and i really felt like we went to some sort of like i said like a ted talk or (laughs) an inspirational (laughs) like retreat having her on and um i've started listening to her podcast since she came on ours and i really really recommend it to our listeners because i think it's totally in the same kind of vein as what we do but like our podcast has heart but hers is like all heart it's like heart
2: on fleek like it's a lot
3: of heart yeah. i mean ours it's is
2: super specific yes yeah. exactly it is a valentine's day cake yes
3: <laughs> it yeah. is like we can be you know much more like kind of snarky and sarcastic and i mean we're comedians that's what we do um, but she's really like her mission is helping people find like what their passion is and how to make that their job the way that delaney has yeah. and um she just had emily mcdowell on her podcast and wow that episode was incredible yeah. and just how she started uh Kathy had mentioned the story about that like she left her job at was it like a I think she was in marketing, marketing. or something for yeah a while. she yeah. was like high up on the ladder and she left to do what she loved which was like drawing and writing and doodling, doodling yeah. and she made this funny Valentine's Day card that then Urban Outfitters saw and ordered like 30,000 of and now she's this like has this huge amazing company yeah. um and that episode was so good and I just really recommend it for anybody that wants like a feel good podcast. Yeah. I absolutely. Think, yeah. It's really really nice. It is so inspirational. Yeah. It is so
0: inspirational because um every every interview is with like a, a different entrepreneur in a different field. And yeah. like like Kelsey said, it's like all heart, all love, all <laughs> good shit, you know? Yeah. Um And it just makes you feel like it's possible because they break down their steps for you and their Mm -hmm. steps are so normal Mm -hmm. and there's so much trial and error and they're very open about like what didn't work and what did. And I just remember listening to that several months ago and just plugging in what I was doing with my own business. And yeah, there was some just some great practical tips in there. And the craziest part is that you really don't even know you you don't know how it's going to unfold until you like really start doing it Mm -hmm. and like even with our podcast we started the podcast and the opportunities that we've had because of the podcast we there are opportunities that we didn't even know existed because we never dreamed we were just we were not in that world we weren't doing it yet and you just don't know who's gonna see it or you just have no idea until you actually start doing it yeah and it's just one small step at a time and um yeah like the way that kathy talks about like the world would be a happier place if everybody was doing something that they enjoyed yeah they didn't dread mondays and they didn't and they didn't live for the nights and weekends it would all be a lot better
2: yeah Yeah. it's also just nice to listen to something so positive and uplifting yeah because i mean just with everything that's going on like how you have to even limit your intake of the news yeah yeah it is truly a relief to hear something that's only positivity and light yes. i mean uh, even like i like i watched like a rom-com recently and i was like oh this is nice like i should take a break from the sopranos like this is too much yes
3: i just i just binged three rom-coms in one day i was like the holiday a lot like love and guess who yeah i just felt so like fed you know what i mean like i needed that and i think we forget especially working in um the entertainment business there is There's a lot of, like, unknowns and there can be a lot of negativity and um, just, like, feeling like you're going it on your own sometimes. And, damn, to have a podcast that is just, like, only going to make you feel good is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're not sponsored by her or anything (laughs) like that. It's so funny. I know sometimes podcasts sponsor other podcasts, but we're not. She's not sponsored by us or anything. Yeah, vice versa. I just genuinely have fallen in love with her podcast since having her on. Dude, it's great. Let people know. Yeah, between don't keep your day job.
0: Um, I love the minimalist podcast because of all their great practical tips and just. I I don't I the word minimalist I don't really like like telling people that i'm a minimalist because everybody th- like has this weird view that it's like you're going to walk into my home and it's going to feel like a hospital with like <laughs> white walls and no, yeah, no yeah. decorations and that's just like not what it is to me it's like it's all about simplifying my life yeah to where i'm just focusing on the stuff that i really enjoy doing yeah and, and getting rid of all the stuff i don't like doing it's really just as simple as that and it can start with your stuff and then it definitely bleeds over into other areas so yeah yeah don't keep your day job the minimalist podcast i love a podcast called profit boss with hillary hendershot she's a great like financial uh guide um i think she works specifically with women but there's like a a lot of good tips on there for finances and of course like dave ramsey is the man with finances and like i'm taking a lot of his tips right now for my own stuff um but yeah between all those i started listening to the rich roll podcast which is really great for like health and wellness and mm. inspiration in that way so like between those four is kind of like where i'm where i'm at right now That's, and yeah. it's like a really good combo That's Yeah, nice. and it feels good and i'm slowly incorporating like episodes of other ones but i have to kind yeah. of like it's hard because it can be overwhelming when you're just listening to so much content
2: when everybody has a podcast yeah yeah there was somebody i followed on instagram who has just you know a flawless instagram because she's like an influencer and she and her husband uh got married really young and their photos of them are just always them looking gorgeous and perfect at a sunset (laughs) and she has a podcast with a friend of hers and i was like i'm gonna see what this is about Uh. and i I just listened to it, and the podcast isn't that good. um But I was just so curious, like even just what their voices sounded like. Where I was like, "Are you really this happy?" Like, I just want to know that you're people because these photos are ridiculous. Like, you're just in Italy every month, like in a different swimsuit. Like, how is that possible? Yeah, yeah. The amount of Um, swimsuit, I will say. I'm like, (laughs) how can people afford fifty nine different
3: swimsuits? I wore the same swimsuit (laughs) for like four years. Yeah, you know you. You only wear it like five times a year, they don't go bad very quickly. Yeah, if that yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I they
2: don't won. go bad very won. quickly. <laughs> like they're gonna mold or yeah. something. I guess
3: yeah, if you leave them. Well, what's what's been
0: a helpful tip for me? Cause I am super overwhelmed when I have like too many options and choices. I just shut down and I'm like that with everything, and mm. that's why I was so reluctant to even start listening to podcasts for so long, because mm. I did not know where to start. I uh... did not start listening to podcasts until maybe six months ago or so. Wow. Like we had a podcast for an entire year. <laughs> and i've never listened to a podcast oh my god yeah so i the what helped me is just also just um searching for a topic that you're interested in that Mm. day or that week and go from there yeah and if you end up liking it oh maybe you'll listen to a few episodes of that person and it'll lead you to something else but like if you're like me and you're like i don't even know where the fuck to start just start with something that you're like ah i would
2: i would like to learn more about you know this topic yeah. you know or yeah. look up a person you like yeah people yeah will end up as guests on other people's podcasts and then you might listen to them oh. on something and that's how you find out you love the podcast totally definitely yeah um
0: um oh, it was my turn to do an update of some kind um i was yeah. going to talk about i guess this is good shit i was going to talk about my docu comedy special love at first cousin which is out on delaneyfisher.com Yay. it's faux free um there's like a suggested donation if you can but it's fine if you don't it's like you know if you like want to throw a couple bucks the way that you like download something on itunes that's cool but if not no judgment um <laughs> but uh, i haven't really talked about it yet or promoted it yet because i was so i was drowning in dicks by delaney orders <laughs> for the holidays so i haven't even like done much for this or talked about it yet so um i got a lot of really nice emails from you guys thank you for anybody who's watched it and sent me some some feedback uh, i just kind of want to talk about the process of that whole situation because people had questions about like how did you start this and what happened so what happened was a, a couple years ago my mom told me about like this forbidden love story basically between her and her first cousin and i was like holy shit this is great material can i please talk about this on stage yeah and she was not comfortable with it it took a very long time i think it took about a year for her uh to let me talk about it on stage and the reason she was telling me this is because she was going to be going to europe to live with this person so she basically said like this is the situation and this is why i'm like what (laughs) okay so that was the start of it how long ago was that this was this was probably a few years ago now that i think about it this was three four years ago i'm not sure but about a year later i had been writing stuff secretly about it because how can you not that's just gold right um so i had been writing about it and testing things like very generically on stage not talking about my mom because i wanted to respect her wishes and everything and then i finally convinced her to let me talk about it on stage as long as she was not present like mm. she she couldn't be there and nobody that she knew could be in the in the audience so i started doing that um and you know it ended up going pretty well and what i was shocked to find is that almost after almost every show i'd have people come up to me afterwards saying by the way my parents are cousins by the way i made out with a cousin at so-and-so's wedding (laughs) everybody it got to the point where every single show multiple people would come up to me and talk to me about the cousin stuff somebody had a personal story about a cousin relationship and i was like holy shit thought this was just me and my family in a way like i thought it was way lower percentage um and so from there started finding out that like oh this is happening everywhere and nobody's fucking talking about it because everybody is ashamed we're all weird about it as a country yeah um and so from there um i decided to basically convinced my mom to let me like film a special on this and this is when i was wanting to get out of stand-up and i knew that i had to like make a project in order to be okay with leaving yeah and so i, I knew i wanted to make it about this because a lot of feedback and then comedians were like yeah you gotta do some of like this this is like a unique thing that you have and i'm like all right this is gonna be the project not my a material but i figured hey why not <clears throat> um and so i i filmed Okay, so what I did is I tried to find real cousin couples Mm. who would speak on camera about their relationship, and we went me and my co-producer Corey, uh we tried like the deep dark web to find people (laughs) i mean we were in like uh, support groups for cousin couples we were in facebook groups like private facebook groups saying does anybody want to be on camera about this it's going to be very tastefully done it's not going to be making fun of you guys it's going to be about like bringing like positive positivity to this topic yeah nobody wanted to do it because they were so scared um you have people who've been married for like 30 years who are first cousins who haven't told any of their best friends that they're first cousins that nobody knows people have been disowned by family members and all this stuff keep in mind all the people we're talking to very normal people people i mean like that's the thing is like i in this special i really break down a lot of like stereotypes and like debunk a lot of like myths that people believe about cousin couples and stuff and so um nobody wanted to put their face on camera but everybody wanted to contribute their story to get wow. the word out oh, so cool. i found and and nobody has been able to do that successfully we saw like old production companies and stuff had tried in the past like five ten years because we could see other posts in these groups oh, yeah. and these projects never were made because nobody was agreeing to be on camera so i wasn't the first person to be like hey Does anybody want to do this? So I didn't want that to stop me from this project. So what I did is I had all these real cousin couples um, write in their love story to me and i told them i was going to basically cast actors to play them Mm -hmm. so you'd get your story out but you'd you know you're Mm. you'd remain anonymous everybody's like protected we'll change the details about stuff so nobody could like trace it back to you so that's what we did we hired actors and gave them these stories to portray and they did an amazing job um and uh yeah it was a really crazy experience because of uh all these people who are in hiding You know, and it's kind of it it has a lot of parallel with like um, the LGBTQ community in Mm -hmm. a way where like people were like in hiding for a long time. And then, you know, coming out was a big deal. And like these are people who haven't come out yet and it's super interesting yeah and we're like one of the only countries that still criminalizes it and bans it like we're kind of late to the game in accepting Mm. these people um and so yeah i think it's it's a mix of interviews with these actors who are portraying real people and it's a mix of me talking about it on stage
3: it's so good um, it's Cute. so funny, and I love how much you learn from it. Like, I walked away wanting to talk about like cousin couple statistics <laughs> with people because it's like, right. oh my god, did you know that like genetically it's not even that much different? The like, <laughs> yeah. you just gave so much, such great information, and it was so funny. Like, it's Thank a great you. special. Yeah, yeah. Oh Thank my gosh, you. yeah.
2: The genetic stuff because that's the argument everyone uses is right. like, oh well, genetically it'll your kids, are gonna, your, be your kids yeah. gonna be messed up. Your kids gonna be messed up. Your kids gonna have disabilities, yeah. and the fact that it's what a one percent difference difference. it's a three percent
0: chance of having a child with any kind of issues that that, like that if you're not related and a four percent chance if you are related that is so interesting yeah yeah Yeah. so you have a higher risk of having um a child with special needs if you're like over the age of 35 so those risks are a lot higher than marrying and having a kid with your cousin yeah, that is one of my.
3: I was. Like, I think like two of my favorite lines are when you talk about what was it King something. Oh like, the guy looks yeah, like a finger with a tooth. Zod yes. that is so funny. And then when you're talking about like the pros of two cousins dating, you're like your family tree will be nice and straight up and down like a bamboo shoot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's so so fucking hard this is such a funny visual that like you just cut all the branches off the tree and it's just like (laughs) one up and down pole that's your family tree
0: Uh, yeah thanks guys yeah so i just wanted that that's kind of the process i took um and then found out like a lot of the support groups out there are not very supportive um like there was an administrator who like banned me from the site because she thought i was gonna like i was trying to like take advantage of these people it was a really it's been a crazy Process, but I just there were so many roadblocks, and I didn't want to let any of them stop me. So I just figured out a way around it. So yeah, everybody in the in the special is an actor because nobody wanted to be on camera, and I'm hoping wow. that will change over time.
2: Yeah, yeah. maybe this I, will. I mean, honestly, before something. I watched your special, I was like, ew, and yeah. then after yeah. I finished watching it, I was like, I mean, that's <laughs> <big deal>. like <laughs> you call it's call my cousin. Yeah. It is crazy how much it changes your opinion yeah. because you're just like. Well, yeah i guess that's not really that weird is it yeah, uh, yeah. well i could have had so many more options yeah <laughs> Yeah. What a, what a great uh, way to have a small wedding oh my god yeah a
3: way to spice oh. christmas up a bit you know there you go yeah so it's that's it that's pretty much it in a
0: nutshell it's out there um on uh youtube delaney fisher on youtube and delaneyfisher.com i'll be uploading it to probably facebook and vimeo and stuff too soon so i'm just gonna put it out there for people to see it's it, it. Yeah. that's awesome whatever Yes. All right. yeah
3: <laughs> all right so we got the meat for today the meat you guys were talking about kids children
0: <laughs> little people
3: <laughs> should we have them
0: should we not do they make us happy do they make us miserable <laughs>
3: i hope people (laughs) understand in the context of little people that you're talking about kids not actually little smaller smaller if you if somebody edits this with you being like little people do they make us happy should we have them i'm like oh god God. small
2: humans (laughs) humans <laughs> that's still small <'cause> humans <laughs> is good because kids aren't people yeah, yeah. not yet They're people not you gotta out. earn that uh yeah. anyway we're talking about
0: kids you know we've talked about it a little bit here and there on the podcast but we want to do a whole episode devoted to it we're gonna rattle off a couple statistics as far as like birth rates and and stuff like that but i think the majority of the episode is going to be us and how we feel you know from our different perspectives about it Yeah, and the yeah. arguments for and against it um um so i did a little bit of research and uh the the birth rate is dropping i believe last year it was at a 30 year low and um we're heading t- t- towards like an all-time low i believe really but it's it's increased for women over 40 so it's okay. interesting so people our age are are having not having kids mm. really mm-hmm. yeah quite yet and then when they're a little bit older so that all makes sense to me because mm-hmm. i feel like that's that's exactly the point of view i have as of right now Mm -hmm. um and there's plenty of arguments to have him and plenty of arguments not to um but i just found something that was really interesting i found an article about happiness on psychology today and uh just a couple things um you know, becoming a parent, maybe a mixed blessing, et cetera. Okay. So with lower incomes, lower income households shell out one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars on child rearing costs. This is just for one child. Uh and families with higher incomes spend about spend about three hundred and seventy two thousand per child. Wow. like
2: from the time they're yeah from born. Like probably birth 18? until ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know that's not
3: that bad i don't know how they're how they're getting that that rate that's, that's, um, yeah. i mean it's a lot but it's a lot i mean i guess over 18 what is that per year what's the math of that um i don't know i'd have
0: to get my calculator out don't even i'm not well
3: even... i guess okay so maybe, maybe <laughs> we'll try talk, we'll talk before we get into the
0: happiness stuff maybe talk about the arguments for and arguments against which i'm sure we've all heard well financially that's a financially huge... yeah, yeah arguments against financially yeah. um stress yeah. Right. I mean uh your relationship with your partner. Yeah. Maybe. Changes to your body. Changes to your mm. body. Yeah uh, time, career. Energy. Career. Yeah. Less, <laughs> getting <laughs> uh, getting less sleep. Like we've all heard yeah. it. We've all heard yeah. of these overpopulation. Yeah. The fact climate that climate change. F- yeah, climate change. <laughs> the fact yes. that we're all gonna die. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: the fact that there's uh, so many children who don't have homes already and we Mm. keep producing new ones stuff like that we've all heard those risking having an unhealthy baby yep Mm -hmm. exactly all the genetic stuff um and then arguments for you know for a lot of people it gives their life purpose (laughs) um should we have you do this part
2: a little dead inside as you're saying that arguments for i mean yeah taylor do this baby socks i guess yeah what do you take for arguments for for, they enrich your life there you go they flesh you out as a person (laughs) they make you better they take you outside yourself they make you less selfish because you can't be anymore they carry on your legacy oh my god take your name or your husband's name whatever you decide because that's up to you (laughs) or your partner's name or you just give them a whole new (laughs) name name whatever you feel like is important it's a new person give them a new last name you can do whatever the fuck you want it's your baby you made it you get to name something that can talk that's pretty cool right yeah. Yeah. i mean you, that's a lot of power i feel yeah. you uh-huh. get to make your parents grandparents if they would be True. good at that True. not everybody's parents True. should be um but somebody some people can take care of you later somebody can take care of you later as right. your kids yeah or as steve Hofstetter's bit goes you can just
0: pay with that money that you're saving that $372,000 you're saving you pay somebody
2: else's kid to take care of Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a pretty great you thing. had yeah. your time <laughs> yeah uh this is my turn <laughs> they're really really cute uh everybody talks about having kids is like the hardest most amazing thing they've ever done yeah instagram likes instagram likes oh uh, i mean is pff, that not number one does on that, the list sure. <laughs> that sure. it, they're sure. so cute i mean for me it's i went through my entire like teenage years i wasn't sure if i wanted to have kids i was like i don't know Childbirth sounds scary that yeah. hurts i don't want to do that like maybe it'd just be better if i don't have them then for a while i wasn't sure and something happened in the last few years hormones i don't know where i was like i gotta have a baby like i have (laughs) to have one i'm not ready yet but i'm i gotta do it and it is nuts like hearing those statistics about how the birth rate is at an all-time low because you see that i mean look at us we're in our mid to late 20s and none of us are like yeah let's have one next year we're like let's wait like at least five more years i mean my dad by the time he was my age had me and in the next like year they were gonna have my sister you know like my parents had all four of us in their 20s like by the time by the time my mom was 30 maybe she had my youngest sister when she was like 31 but yeah i mean that was just the norm i mean my my grandma had my dad when she was like 19 my mom's mom had her when she was 19 so it does seem to be inching up with every generation to where i don't know maybe our kids are just going to be like we're not going to procreate anymore
0: yeah uh, <laughs> at least not on purpose yeah. but, oh, i meant to say all these stats are for the united states i didn't do like worldly oh, stats mm. so
2: yes yeah. that's yeah. a good point uh to note yeah so i mean it's so hard because it's such a personal thing like you've talked about how you don't have that maternal instinct like you know we were talking uh, about this on the patreon where we were talking about uh like a, thinking of a baby on your chest makes you delaney kind feel of panic. Yeah. yeah which for me it's like i can't think about it because if i do i'll be like i could afford it like i'll it, that's the thing that makes <laughs> yeah. me want one so right. bad like something right. in me just biologically is like
0: i also oh. like my reasons for having for having a kid if i want one i feel like my re- my reasons are so dumb and bad that until my reasons get better i shouldn't have them what are well. your reasons my yeah. reasons i'm very curious to know what it would look like <laughs> i want to see what a little mini me would look like yeah. and i'm like is that really a good reason to produce another human being um i i guess like i part of me really wants to know what the experience feels like mm, yeah. i'm just curious yeah i'm curious about what it feels like to be pregnant i'm curious to to, i want to know what it feels like to hold your kid Mm -hmm. but i'm like is that a good reason like i also kind of am curious about what it feels like to go skydiving but i don't think Mm -hmm. i want to go skydiving you know Mm -hmm. what i mean but i'm curious about that exhilarating feeling um and then i think it would just be cool to teach somebody stuff that like so intimately you know intimately yeah. i guess like i don't think um, that's,
2: a, that's not a bad reason yeah
0: i guess that's a fine yeah. reason they're just not good enough i i don't feel like they're
2: good enough because i, I could, understand I could, what I could, you're I saying t- i wasn't passing a judgment hey. saying,
3: <laughs> just saying, there's not good enough reason exactly. no, i sounded like like
2: the arbiter of childbirth no, no, no.
3: no <laughs> you don't get one not enough <laughs> i I was trying to
2: repeat back what i thought you were saying
0: because i've also worked with kids and it could it's really easily easy for me to like go and get a childcare job and teach that kid something right so i'm like this is all stuff i could probably i don't know I, i go back and forth all the time but like the ultimate reason that i feel like is a decent reason is like i would love to Try to make a really great human being, yeah, and a, yeah. a person who's gonna help the world and change the world. That's I know that's nice, but also I could take a kid that already exists and probably help do that, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, I, I talk myself out of it back and forth all the time. And I know that it could just be I'm really not ready, but the way that Taylor feels when she's like, Oh my god, I need one so bad, I don't have that feeling yet. Yeah, I don't and either. I'm, I'm almost 29 but i have that feeling about dogs right and, <laughs> and i don't i need, don't a, dog. Have that I need a dog immediately in my life <laughs> and i i see babies and i like them they're cute and i like holding them
2: um but you don't want that to be your responsibility all the time yeah well, there's no party that's like i need one of these to be at my house always you feel that right. way about dogs which i feel the, like flipped i feel mm. that way about dogs where i'm like dogs are so cute i want to pet them yeah but i don't want to bring them home like that's a lot of yeah you know But with-
3: that's a lot of work but <laughs> a baby I know, a human it's so life <laughs> that i feed with my body yeah that
2: sounds that sounds better yeah, yeah. You no know, it's completely different but for me like the the return on having a kid i mean i just like i don't know the, the reasons you described are like what i go over when i'm thinking about adoption versus having them because yeah. i do on a logical level feel like for me this is not a judgment on anyone else i think you know i i want to have my own baby so bad but part of me is like ah, like is that selfish when there are plenty of kids to adopt like there's part of me that's like would it be Better should I adopt instead, and all the reasons I don't want to is like you know once you find your person, you're like I want to see a mixture of me and my person. I want yeah. them to grow up and be like, hey, they do this like you, and they yeah, are you like like you want all those things. I, you know, I feel like the same reluctance about being pregnant sometimes, especially with like our careers where it's like, yeah, oh man, like it's gonna change my whole body. That's gonna be weird hormonally. I'm gonna be all over the place. But then you still want to experience that because that's supposed to be amazing too. Yeah. If you don't get sick every day, which is also a possibility for nine months, which is terrifying. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I want to have like every every part of having a kid sounds great the part that really scares me is like when they're teenagers and they hate you but besides oh, man, you're thinking that, that far ahead oh yeah wow no, no i
3: think you have to Oh <laughs> well, yeah no you should you're, yeah, that's you just should. good for you that you can like see that scope i'm just yeah. like oh god a day at a time like, <laughs> i can't even picture that far ahead. yeah that's another thing is like i
0: like babies mm-hmm. but once they start getting older i don't like them so much right like i can picture my i could picture myself having a little baby i think that would be kind of cute and fun and yeah. interesting. But as soon as they're in like grade school and they like they're walking around, they need a lot of they need a lot of stuff and things like they need a lot of, you know, you got to do your, their art projects with them and just all that yeah. kind of stuff, which I'm sure is great because you love them. But I'm saying this as, you know, somebody who doesn't have a kid. and I don't have those emotions quite yet. Yeah. Um, it's just it just seems like a lot. And this sounds really shitty, but like I really like my life yeah i'm super i don't think that sounds shitty i'm super happy Mm -hmm. and i i think a big change could either go one of two ways either your life gets better or it doesn't it gets a little Mm -hmm. worse Mm -hmm. and that's what i'm so afraid of is like right now i've i've never been this happy Mm -hmm. with what in in all the areas like in all the areas and i feel like i don't want to mess with that because if yeah. I do, yeah. what happens? Like, that makes sense. there's so much unknown with having a kid mm-hmm. that I, I don't know. I'm just really—I feel like I've worked so hard to get to this point where I'm—I'm I'm really feeling good about everything. Yeah, that yeah. putting in something like that could really put a wrench into my plans.
2: Yeah, yeah. I feel like have a good a good gauge for deciding to have a kid might be—is does my life feel like it's getting worse the longer I don't have one? Mm. You know what I mean like mm. it's causing you it's causing you pain to not have one yeah, so that's when you should right maybe right as opposed to everything's great. let's see how this goes, you know right but who knows I mean, again, everybody's so different and some yeah. people are so sure and other people aren't and I think waiting if you're not sure is very responsible and I don't think that's shitty. it's uh, there's yeah. like this weird, pressure put on women like if they don't want kids like there's just this weird judgment of like well you're supposed to or there's something wrong with you or like biologically you're supposed to want that and i've met so many women especially living in la like there's so many women who don't yeah want kids or need them and it doesn't mean they hate kids it just means like for them yeah that's not what fits into their lifestyle Yeah. yeah and like people's
0: comments to women about kids in in my experience can also make you feel like what am me by myself am i not good enough do i have to have another create another human being for me to be worthy of being a woman who is alive today Mm, yeah like it almost pisses me off sometimes where i'm like why can't i just be myself
1: yeah doing my own
0: thing trying to help contribute to the world you know I, i don't know it's it's just interesting i think everybody has like their own interest and purpose and whatever and um some examples i've seen and it's been a handful throughout my lifetime where i see people make a decision to have a kid because they don't like their life and they're mm-hmm. hoping a kid can make their life better and mm-hmm. give them more meaning and sometimes that does and sometimes it just adds to more stress and stuff but i guess i've maybe some of the examples i've seen haven't been stuff that i can kind of compare myself to you know yeah. what I mean?
3: I've definitely, have you guys had that self-destructive thought before? Because I have for like, you're like having just a bad moment in your life and you think, oh man, sometimes I just wish I'd get get pregnant right now just to like totally change everything. Yeah. Like the same way where sometimes you're like, oh, I just think i'm gonna move like you have those feelings of what if i just move to a totally different city or start a new job or whatever like i think that the kid thought especially the older you get becomes a more like well you know some people just have a kid to like shake things up and like (laughs) change their life yeah (laughs) and i would never i mean i would never ever ever do that but like i've had those thoughts before where i'm like oh i just feel like escaping whatever my current situation in life is right now right that's stressing me out and basically like camouflaging it with another one right Um, yeah which is i think i'm i'm kind of learning this more and more that i do feel like i have um an addictive personality but with like adrenaline Mm-hmm. and kind of like um impulsive changes and so thankfully i'm not I'm not going that far like with kids <laughs> right. but i <I've> definitely <clears throat> i've done that a lot in life where i like make a decision to like feel something and it's like not the right decision mm-hmm. but um yeah yeah i don't know Yeah,
0: i just want i want to have them for the right reasons i want to yeah. have them because i feel ready to handle the good bad and the ugly with having a kid yeah i don't want to just think like yeah you know i'm kind of bored what could be yes. interesting or yeah. like i i just want i want it to be about that kid yeah mm-hmm. and not yes. about my situation of trying to yeah like spice things up mm-hmm. or yeah you know yeah. make things better or make i don't know i, I want to feel like really ready yeah it's like it. a, it's
2: like starting a new job it really is yeah i mean having a kid but you also have all the other jobs you still had like yeah. you still have your real job and then yes. it's another job and it's like taking on a second job and it has to be like a passion project and it's
3: full time overtime. yeah like, it's like every hour of the week that's your job it's yeah
2: raising that child yeah, yeah like think about doing dicks by delaney while you were still working your day job and oh how God. tired you were but you were like still excited to do dicks by delaney because right. that was your passion i feel like that's kind of how having a kid is right where you're like oh my gosh i'm i'm so tired i have to do all these things i'm so stressed out but like this thing i'm so in love with yeah like it's worth it yeah and that's kind of how i see it is like when i have a kid i just want to be able to devote the time to it that it deserves like i want to be able to treat it like just the most amazing project because like oh my gosh i'm my mom was like very creative when i was really young and she didn't do everything perfectly but she was really creative and fun and i have a lot of cool memories of my dad too um of them mostly just being creative and and doing special like things that i would remember and i've even just like reading to us at night i'm like oh my gosh i want to do i want to do that with my kid like i want to be able to do that kind of stuff um and like you said like creating a a person who you feel is gonna make the world better right and uh you not just take up space but really like light up space it's right like, that's so cool yeah i mean right. yeah And selfishly you want to want to feel all those things people talk about where you're like oh i felt a baby kick and it was the most love i've ever felt in my heart ever and you're yeah. like i want to feel the most love in my heart i've ever felt ever you <laughs> right. know
0: yeah yeah i feel like well yeah i feel I, I i've seen couples who are like they both reach their career goals like they're happy they're financially stable. They've had a lot of great experiences together. And they're like, yeah, they feel really ready to Mm -hmm. bring another person into it. And they've like reached that level of contentment with each other and on their own. And I'm like, that seems like an ideal situation. Yes. And Mm -hmm. then I've seen other people who are like, well, I hate my job. He hates his job. We don't know where we're living. What's going on? Don't care. Let's throw a kid into the mix. Yeah. Yeah. And that freaks me out, too. So it's, it's really interesting the The reasons behind having a kid for a
3: lot of people, yeah,
0: and I just want to make sure that I I'm doing the best, uh, making the best decision for myself and my lifestyle. Yeah. yeah,
3: there's also the argument within if you know you want to have kids of when you want to have kids, which is a whole other you know Reddit mm. subcategory <laughs> that I've gone down that rabbit hole of like reading people's experiences who had kids. Like in their early 20s versus their late 30s right and Mm -hmm. that they can argue for both sides and tell you the cons of both sides and i mean i'm i'm smack in the middle of that right now being 29 of like Okay, do I want to push this another five, six years, or, like, should I hop on it? Right. And Mm. it's interesting to hear all those different arguments. Um, There's a lot of health things involved, obviously. Oh, yeah. You have to worry about, which is a bummer.
0: Yeah. Um, And then we were talking about on the Patreon, um, because I've been struggling with this, and I'm not trying to make a decision right now, but I'm just, you know, as, like, I approach... Twenty nine thirty. you know i'm kind of thinking about it um and i just i ended up just searching for on for podcasts like for you know should i shouldn't have kids and there's so many great discussions as far as like just search for stuff and hear it from all the different perspectives mm-hmm. um, but there i told you guys about one woman who um did a podcast episode about answering her questions of her former self like she had had the kid and now she's answering questions she had before she had the kid so sign up for patreon if you're curious about that conversation i won't hash it out all over again um but it was really interesting super interesting and just all of the questions before she had a kid sounds exactly what mine are and then the way she answers them is like you're just you're never gonna know what it's gonna what it's gonna feel like so stop trying to 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 compare it to anything it's not comparable to anything and it's like that it's like the best hardest thing that you'll ever do but it's it's good hard like you don't mind staying up till 2 a.m with your kid who's Mm -hmm. sick you know like because you love them so it kind of like what you were saying like you love you know my passion project so it doesn't feel like work work all the
2: time right and it's so Um, hard as type a people to accept like you can't prepare for it yeah i hate that you can read (laughs) that's gonna prepare you (laughs) it's kind of (laughs) a relief to hear that
3: yeah. yeah i've been doing that with my cats like well i'm such a good cat mom and i love my cats. so like <laughs> yeah. does that mean I would make me like a really good mom and like, does that mean i need a baby or does that mean that i'm like good with cats like right. that that's all i need or whatever and i just i enjoyed um you sharing
2: that and just being like i, I won't know
3: yeah know? and there's no way to know for sure
2: yeah and plenty of people do that i found this within an article on the atlantic where they were talking about um you know, deciding whether or not you should have kids. And they were talking about, uh, Cheryl Strayed had that, that advice column. Did you hear about that? It's a woman who wrote wild, but she had this advice column, uh, called dear sugar. And somebody wrote in, um, it was a, it was a man actually, it was a 41 year old man who was on the fence and he was like, I like things like quiet and free time, spontaneous travel, pockets of non obligation. Like those are all very valuable things. Mm -hmm and she cheryl wrote back that like everybody has a sister life that they're never gonna know which mm. i was like ooh, that's so like yeah ooh, that's so like i love thinking about that stuff like that what if you had just done this if you had yeah. just zigged instead of zagged in both a good way and a bad way and she said the clear desire for a baby isn't an accurate gauge for you and she recommended think Thinking deeply about your choices and actions from the stance of your future self. In other words, think about what you'll regret later. Ugh. Because no matter what you know. choose, yeah. <laughs> no matter what you choose, there's gonna be a loss. Which yeah. I thought was really It's so true. Uh, oh. Yeah, like there's there is no decision you are ever gonna make in life where you're like, Well, this is a hundred percent it, and there's nothing bad yeah. on this side and this side's all bad that was easy like it's like booking travel you know yeah. like all the flights suck yeah where do you, you want to sleep on the plane yeah. do you want to get in super late and be stressed yeah do you want to take a red eye like there's yeah. no great option you just have to choose what's going to be the best for you personally Ugh. yeah
3: I'm i met me people who know 100 percent they don't want kids and yeah because in that case it's like yeah. they really some people just make that choice and never look back and they really don't think yeah like, oh, what if they're just like no i didn't super want jealous of those
0: yeah, people. yeah. yeah,
3: yeah i had a, nice. a, a self helpless listener write in or p- comment on the
0: facebook because i think maybe after the patreon episode that we talked about kids and she like said delaney i've never had kids never regretted it like it's okay oh, not yes. to feel that way i'm like thank you yeah <laughs> but yeah i really i don't know i don't know what i'm gonna regret yeah i don't know but when i i guess when you like when you picture yourself Fifty years from now, right? And it's like Christmas time, and oh, it's like picture who's the family mm-hmm. around that's coming to see you?
1: Yeah. I guess yeah. like
0: you can do stuff like that, but also, I don't know. Yeah. I, I but about fifty years from now on, just a regular Tuesday what do yeah. you want what do you want to be doing that's a good you point. know what i mean like ah, that's a good point yeah i think because some people know. would think
2: about it and go i'm gonna go to bali with yeah, exactly. my partner you totally. know like i'm not gonna want i don't need kids around like i don't need to worry about that for christmas that just sounds like a bunch of obligation which i can totally appreciate right. but then if you're someone like me who grew up with my i mean my dad was just so all about having a family and like making memories and stuff and he you know kind of i think instilled that in us probably or at least in me but one of my sisters doesn't want kids Mm. and the other two do and are sure about it and i'm sure about it but i you know again went back and forth but like i'm so excited for all of it even like Mm. watching movies where people are grandparents i'm like oh my gosh if i have kids I could be a grandparent someday. Like you're like, oh, that'll be fun, and like oh, you get to see him go to prom. Like you get to do this. Like that'll be great. Like yeah, there's oh, going to yeah. be a lot of shitty stuff too, probably where they're yeah. like, I hate you, and they don't listen, and you're just like, I want to hate you. Like yeah, there's all kinds of stuff where you're like, I am not handling this well, and I don't know how, and there's no guidebook. But then all the good stuff. I mean. I'm at a point now, I might've said this on the Patreon where I'm trying to think of negatives (laughs) to kind of like put the brakes on it a little bit so that I don't do it too soon. My dad told me this over Christmas where he's like, it's so great that you want kids. He's like, but just like know that when you have a kid, that's everything now like that is your first priority and just talking to him about how scary it was when Mm. we were growing up and how it's still scary i mean i get scared when my sisters take road trips and so now i'm going to be afraid of this thing that like will legitimately die if i don't watch it all the time (laughs) yeah like the the anxiety of having a kid is what discourages me the Uh, most probably or makes me want to put it 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 it. off
0: and yeah it's crazy like the fact that you're so sure Mm -hmm. makes me feel like i shouldn't because I'm not that sure, like the way that you are sure. It's like, should I feel that way? I should probably feel that way. I, don't I think should there's probably be should. all
3: in before I do it, right? Yeah, but I mean, y- yeah. it might just not be your time that you yeah. feel that way. You, maybe yeah. you'll feel that way in a few years. Maybe you won't, but right. I was going to say, my um, the woman who does my spray tan, she had her first kid at 36, I believe, and oh, wow. we were talking about, like again, the pros and cons of waiting later, doing it sooner, and she was like, oh my God, wait, just wait, because because i had it over 35 they ran so many extra tests on me for free oh like it was just covered because i was a little bit older and she's like i had like a great pregnancy and such a good experience i felt so like monitored and taken care of whereas if you do it younger before that they just kind of like assume in a lot of ways that you're going to be fine but because she's technically higher risk they ran a bunch of extra tests and she's just was like yeah they don't tell you that but that's a cool perk of doing it later
2: i was like oh i didn't know yeah 22 they just roll you into a tent (laughs) get on all fours (laughs) them out those young kids you got. <laughs> and you wouldn't know i would have never thought about that but that makes so much sense yeah, yeah. and i've talked to women too i talked to a woman who was very like she had her kids she was in her 40s and she had had them like mid to late 30s and she goes oh just she's like she might have had them at 40 but she was like Oh, just it's so easy to have a baby later. Like it's fine. Like which mm. I was like, okay, well you've been a dancer for twenty years. You're in very good shape. Like, <laughs> but
1: it might also not be that wasn't way for the
0: whole uh, wasn't the whole higher risk after thirty five. Didn't that end up being like a myth from a very very old study done? Is that a myth? Yeah, like it's it's not it's not as big of a risk as we're all super concerned about. Really? Like you can have them later and it's okay. Uh, we'd have to do a little bit more research, but I don't know it's been a topic. I think even in the self helpless uh, podcast group and people have linked articles to like that was t- that, that data is not even relevant anymore. And yes, there's really? like, there's risks for, um, I think, you know, uh, autism and, and stuff like that. Those are pretty real. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think it's as big of a scare as, as, our society makes us believe is over 40 more of a risk probably Probably. it's probably more like that instead of 35 i'm not i don't i don't want to say anything because i don't want to you know give any misinformation but Mm -hmm. i don't think nobody get mad at us it's crazy like yeah i know there's obviously (laughs) risk as far as i think autism and then yeah over 40 is is higher but i don't think it's like they really have like scared us Mm -hmm. into doing it before 35 Mm -hmm. and i don't think it's that big of a difference i think that's basically what the what the information is saying yeah it's okay you know um well oh there's another great podcast episode that we kind of referenced on the patreon episode about this couple who um again i just like searched should i have kids should i not have kids having kids versus not having kids and all these episodes came up that were really helpful and this couple actually sat down and talked to each other about what a day-to-day would be like if they had a kid and i thought that was so useful and practical and they really went like in it like had an entire routine okay if we had a kid right now at this time who would be doing this at this time who would be doing this Uh, i wouldn't be getting up in the middle of the night because i have to be at work at five so what would you be you know and it was they just went back and forth and like really discussed it like it was happening and they figured out okay this would leave this much time for you and I time during yeah. the day this would leave this much time for this or whatever they tried to like make a schedule as if the kid was like already born mm. and i thought like that was really smart and of course things will change uh, you know having a kid your priorities change so of course they're thinking they're they're coming at it from the priorities of people who don't have a child yeah but it was really interesting and then they decided not to have kids because yeah. oh. because they love their work they love their alone time with each other and they're i think they're in business together and they're like really excited about where it's going and like their business is kind of like their baby oh, I want to um do that
2: yeah and, and that's i'm a like great idea I think that's
0: such a good idea it's like at, yeah. because a lot of that practical stuff you don't even talk about till it's there yeah and then you're figuring it out I'm like shit we should be talking about this ahead of time yeah, yeah. would i be home would it be in child care would it uh you know what yeah. happens at 5 p.m is it dinner time or yeah. you do what are you doing
2: yeah like, oh yeah
1: wow
0: that's such a good idea just I'm go look through up a day-to-day day. go through like a monday through sunday routine that you think would be happening yeah. or like how a kid would fit into your current life right now that you think that you really want to enjoy and how to keep it around mm-hmm. um should talk about this like happiness situation now real quick
3: we're we're after
0: Oh okay I'm just a couple things I just think it's very interesting um okay all right Consequences of raising a child. Research has investigated the link between having children and parental happiness. Initial work suggested that child rearing exacts a toll on parental happiness. Spouses who raise children appear less happy than childless spouses. Overall, these studies reported that parents experience greater anxiety, depression, and marriage dissatisfaction than spouses without children. In (laughs) fact, one study ranked the enjoyment of daily activities and found that child care was only slightly more enjoyable than housework or commuting to work. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. yikes um, oh boy but we're really ending this episode <laughs> yeah. i know i know i just thought it was interesting and obviously this is you gotta check the sources of all these studies and stuff um but yeah basically there's been a reported happiness deficit for parents but i'm
2: sure there are studies that say the opposite of course right? i'm sure yeah
0: um yeah
2: I, it's interesting i just kind of look into it and also i mean i feel like the majority of couples have kids right like yeah. long-term couples the majority so, more so you have to be, think the people yeah. who don't have kids are usually younger and they haven't been together as long and the longer sure. you're together kids are not and probably a smaller you're get more,
0: population don't yeah.
2: have them
3: versus yeah do. so
2: yeah it's just i thought that was interesting yeah. this is me <laughs> arguing against it because i want us all to have babies together
3: can we end with a really funny thing my niece just said to, yes. okay so yes. um kane's sister my sister-in-law um she has a, a six-year-old daughter and they recently had to put their family cat down Aww. and you know they like told uh my niece and you know the parents were kind of crying in the car and my niece was like I know this is really sad, but do you guys wanna know another really sad thing? And they are like, sure. And she goes, every boy at school wants to be with me and, <laughs> and I don't know who to choose. <laughs> and, <laughs> and my sister in law was like, I don't think that's sad. I think it sounds like your life is pretty dope. And she's like, No, it is sad <laughs> And I just I think that like those are the times where I hear about people right. having kids and I'm yeah. like god that sounds like fun to have yeah. just like yeah. a, such a funny little person walking around saying things like that that they don't realize are hilarious right yeah. and just uh you know you can't we can't make that like yeah, right you, you, you can only get that with the I'll kids i'll probably end games. up with 12 kids
2: i know i don't know after that story yeah.
0: that's all it took oh my but god. either way it's like it's your choice so you know let's not be dicks about it to each other yeah. like you know just yeah. accept that whoever is having kids great and whoever's not great
3: yeah who the hell cares yeah all right right. well uh you guys we are so close to cracking a thousand five star ratings on itunes i think we are at 962 right now so if you haven't uh left self helpless a five star rating and review on itunes yet just take two seconds you don't have to leave a review if you don't want if you got an extra minute we would really appreciate you leaving a sweet sentence but even just taking time to click that fifth star helps a ton uh and that way we can move up the charts and people can see us and uh and become fans of the show
2: yay you guys are the best love you do do live dates or anything oh yeah do you have anything
3: to plug anything when does this come out this comes out monday this comes out on monday the 14th i have some dates in february i want to let people know about um february 7th through the 9th i'll be at the parlor uh in bellevue washington and then the following weekend i will be at the comedy underground in seattle so for my seattle area folks anybody over there there's going to be lots of chances to see me i'll be headlining on thursday the 7th and then i'll be headlining 15th through the 17th so uh go to my website kelseycook.com those dates are up there and grab some tickets
2: nice and then i am at the addison improv uh so that's texas everybody january 17th through the 20th and then i'm at the tempe improv in arizona january 31st to february 2nd and uh, valentine's day weekend uh 14th through the 16th i am at helium in portland
0: Yay. so come
2: to those yeah and uh at
0: delaneyfisher.com you can watch love at first cousin and uh dicksbydelaney.com you can order some dick mugs awesome yeah. awesome
2: all right love, love you guys you. Love you. Bye. Bye. oh we love you guys so much uh to continue to support self-helpless podcast go to self-helpless podcast.com for anything and everything you could want we have our links to patreon merch our individual websites our Facebook group Amazon link full episodes also our contact for our P.O. box and email and you can follow self helpless podcast on Instagram as well as us individually I am at T Tom comedy or Taylor Tomlinson depending on if you're on Instagram or Twitter ttomcomedy.com <laughs> and I'm at Kelsey Cook comedy on Instagram at Kelsey
3: Cook on Twitter and Kelsey Cook dot com for tour dates and I'm at, at Delaney Fisher on Instagram
0: Facebook and twitter and at dicks by delaney for some good old-fashioned dick stuff uh, on instagram facebook twitter and pinterest Perfect. and you can also follow self-help us on facebook great thanks, thanks guys, guys. Yay, we
1: love, love you why won't it let me be look inside and try to find but every time it seems i lose my mind